The mystery of the dog suicide bridge. Yes, there's a bridge in Scotland that apparently is haunted, and dogs have been jumping to their death. This is sad. I don't want to think that dogs are suicidal. They're like the happiest creatures in the world. How could they possibly be suicidal? What dog is like, oh, shit, man, I got, I'm seven months behind in rent. I got, <laughs> I got student loans, and my wife left me. I'm out of here. <laughs> Jumps off a bridge. That's weird. The bridge in question is called Overtown Bridge. O-V-E-R-T-O-U-N Bridge. It could be pronounced Overtone or Overton Bridge. I don't know. It spans the Overton Burn. It's in the village of Milton in Scotland. If I pronounced it incorrectly, please uh, forgive me, my Scottish friends. The bridge is supposedly haunted. It's connected to a house that's haunted as well. But in Scotland, they say everything old in Scottish happens to be haunted. Uh, Apparently, a man threw his son off the bridge in the 90s to kill him and and then jumped off trying to kill himself. Um, And he was put into a psychiatric hospital. Uh, But it's not just humans who are, are at risk as much as dogs. And this has brought the area notoriety in weird news circles around the globe. Since the 1950s, around 50 dogs have died after leaping off this 50-foot-tall bridge. During the same period, some 600 dogs have made the same jump and, and survived. Sometimes the dogs have made the jump, survived, come back up and jumped again as soon as they could. What the hell? That's so bizarre. 600 dogs have jumped in total off this bridge? Oh, this is so weird. All of the dogs reported to have taken the jump are long-nosed breeds, like German Shepherds and Scottish Terriers. The dogs all jump from the same spot between the two ramparts on the right-hand side of the bridge at the very end. And it has to be a clear day, and nobody can explain why. The most common theory is that uh, that smell is luring the dogs to their demise. Squirrels, mice, and most pungently, minks are known to nest below the bridge, the scent of which attracts dogs. A scientific test has been undertaken where 10 log-nosed pups were given a variety of scents to follow. 70% of the dogs made for the minks. This theory ticks a variety of boxes. Minks were introduced to the area in the 50s when the jumps began, and the smell of mink would be strongest on a clear or dry day. But why Overton Bridge and not any of the many bridges around Scotland where mink live beneath them? And why do the dogs always jump in the same spot? Are animals even able to deliberately end their lives? Canine psychologist Dr. David Sands says dogs cannot do that. They are not suicidal in the traditional sense. Yet there is some historic precedent within the animal kingdom. A story from the Daily Mail reports that in 2009, over a period of three days, 28 cows deliberately walked off a cliff in the Swiss Alps. In the Oscar-winning documentary The Cove, released the same year, dolphin trainer Richard O'Barry told of how Kathy, the dolphin most used in the 1960s television show Flipper, drowned herself while in his company. There's, in fact, an insect called the sap-sucking Acethocephan pissum, the P-aphid to its mates, that will make itself explode when under attack by ladybugs to protect other members of the colony. And there are reports of dogs ending their own lives. An 1845 report of a Newfoundland dog in the London Times claimed the dog killed himself by throwing himself into water before preserving perfect stillness of the legs and feet. Each time it did this, the dog was saved. Then it just held its head underwater until it stopped breathing. Well, this is kind of crazy. I don't know about uh, animals killing themselves on on purpose. I don't think... I don't think animals uh, think like that. I think it's a very human activity to kill yourself. I mean, what do I know? I mean, I'm only a human, and I'm not a smart one at that. But, <laughs> and, but like, I think only humans could have, you know, because um, humans are really the only truly self-reflective um, 
beings on the planet in general. When I mean self-reflective, like the only ones capable of thinking about their lives, like on a higher level, like, you know, they, uh, you know, I don't know, like a rabbit doesn't imagine a better life. The rabbit just lives in the moment. The, the rabbit doesn't think about, oh man, you know, if I only had a bigger hole to live in or, uh, you know, the organic carrots at Trader Joe's, those are the best kind. <laughs> Like, only humans have this kind of advanced self-reflective thinking going on. So I think we're really the only ones that can even, you know, consider killing ourselves. But what do I know? I'm not a goddamn expert. Really weird, though, this bridge, huh? The dog's jumping off the bridge. Have you guys heard of this shit? It's fucking weird. Man, well, whatever you do, don't, do not walk your dog over that bridge in Scotland. The friggin', what is it called? The... Overton Bridge. Stay away from it with your dogs. Or if you're going to walk it, keep it on a leash, all right? (laughs) Keep the cyanide pills away (laughs) from your canines. A Chinese university is hosting a grenade-throwing contest. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) What kind of of college is this? What kind of program is that where you would throw grenades as part of the curriculum? I don't know. Let's get into it. A Chinese university has decided to liven up its annual sports day by hosting a grenade-tossing event. Wow, that'll really liven it up, for sure. <laughs> that'll definitely liven Might lose a few arms and fingers, too, while you're at it. That really gets it live. Wow! <laughs> Just explosions and fingers flying. According to the China Youth Daily Newspaper, the North University of China in the city of Taiwan, northern Shanxi province, has decided to introduce a grenade toss to its track and field event in May this month. One teacher named Li Jingji told the paper that the school had noted the earlier reluctance of students to take part in the annual javelin contest and other such similar contests. However, after the school decided to replace these boring contests with a grenade toss, well, (laughs) they said that there had been a surge of interest. (laughs) Students rushed to sign up now that the grenade toss is involved. Some came late and didn't qualify, but then they seemed really disappointed. They wanted to be involved. The paper says that the idea originally came from a student who had written to the school headmaster suggesting this new activity. This can't be real. This can't be real, this story. He told reporters that he liked throwing items. However, when he signed up for the sports event last year, he found that the javelin and other and the discus uh, did not suit him. According to the Global Times Daily, students will be throwing weighted replicas of a Type 23 grenade, a wooden-handled grenade based on the distinctive German World War II Steilhandgranat, or stick grenade. Did I say that correctly? It was later adapted by the Chinese military, in fact. Okay, so this isn't even a real goddamn grenade, all right? I'm totally disappointed. I was really hoping that there would be blasts. (laughs) They always trick you with these headlines, man. It's like, you think it's going to be a real shit, and then you get into it, and you're like, oh, oh, all right, you fooled me here. But anyways, it is kind of weird still. I still wouldn't mind throwing some of these. They look cool. Uh... The university says that the grenade-throwing event, which they're hoping to continue in future years, is not really a publicity stunt, but rather a way to commemorate the school's history. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, was there a day way back when in the school's history where, where grenades were all just thrown through the windows of the classroom? <laughs> we want to commemorate that event where half of our students died by throwing the same weapon that killed them 50 years ago. <laughs> Oh, boy, yes. We're going to also have a fake guillotine and do uh, off with their heads, but it's going to be, it'll be sex dolls. We'll be beheading sex dolls, not real people. That's to commemorate that time in our history when we were beheading people way back when. 
<laughs> a lot of students have signed up. They actually want to take part in this beheading. Can you figure? <laughs> they don't want the traditional Olympic events. They want to see violence. <laughs> It's so weird. A wildlife photographer of the year has been disqualified for using a stuffed animal in the photo instead of a real animal. This is a real cheater, man. You can't be a wildlife photographer and not shoot real wildlife. Shit, man. I'll just go to the Museum of Natural History and I'll take photos of tigers and shit and I'll enter the contest. That's the whole point of being a wildlife photographer, you dumbass. You got to take pictures of wildlife in the wild. Let's see how it all went down, though. How did this guy get caught? Judges of the prestigious Wildlife Photographer of the Year had disqualified a winning contestant after the anteater in his photograph was judged, quote, highly unlikely to be real and more likely, quote, to be a taxidermy specimen. Oh, man. He took a picture of some taxidermy shit instead of the real anteater? This guy's a real... Wow, how dare you, wildlife... That's not a wildlife photographer. You took the photo in some guy's den... Or garage. This ain't wildlife. What the hell? The photo is called the Night Raider. And the image was taken by photographer Marcio Cabral. And, and it depicts an anteater underneath the starry skies. Next to a termite mound dotted with glowing bioluminescence. The, the photos I'm looking at, the photo is like really dope. It's really cool. I couldn't, I can't tell that that's a, a real anteater or not. But then again, I'm not an expert at anything, really. Um, <clears throat> a team of five scientists all judged the work to be a fake. <laughs> a conclusion that the photographer Cabral strongly denies. Yeah, of course, you're going to deny that shit. The Wildlife Photographer of the Year competition, in case you want to know, is run by the Natural History Museum of London, and Cabral's photo won the category for Animals in Their Environment in 2017. Oh my god, he was like in the... That's like... That category, Animals in Their Environment, that means you got to be in the environment, dude! You can't just fabricate this shit! <laughs> Man, people will cheat at everything. It's just so... <laughs> it's so disheartening, man. I'm just like... Oh, the hearts of men. They just they just let me down again and again. <laughs> I also love how they had a whole team of investigators to figure this out. Man, this is like some... This was like some CSI shit. This could be an episode of Law and Order. Yes, that photo. Yeah, we have a, we have a strong suspicion it might not be a real anteater. Well, we've called the police and they're on the case. <laughs> Yes, hello, I'm a taxidermy expert. I can tell the difference between taxidermy and a real animal. Yes, put me on the case. I've taken fingerprints of anteaters and I'm matching them up with this anteater in the photo. <laughs> That makes no sense. <laughs> What is this guy doing? This is like, uh, hey man, I, I, what, what do you mean I'm disqualified from the, the animal and the wildlife event? Well, well, well sir, this is, a, this is a photo of a T-Rex. It can't possibly be a photo of a T-Rex in its environment. Yeah, man, it is, man. I caught that T-Rex under a full moon, bro. Took pictures of that T-Rex. It's real, man. It's real, and I deserve to win. <laughs> It's so weird. What a weird community that is. But hell, yeah, fuck this guy for cheating, by the way. That's just terrible. Come on, guy. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Get yourself... Get, get around a real anteater, and then come talk to me, okay? All right? Anyone can shoot an anteater that doesn't move. You want to get out there and get the real thing. By the way, these anteaters are ugly. There's a picture of a real one. It looks like a real one. They are... What the hell happened? That, that That's like... Whoever created this animal, it was like... I mean, I don't believe in uh, that the the earth and all animals in it were, were like put together by a guy in the sky. But like, <laughs> this thing looks like it was... If it was put together by a guy in the sky, it was put together by leftover parts of other animals. It is so ugly. <laughs> What the hell? 
<laughs> but, you know, it's weird. So it's proper for Weird AF News. This should be like the official mascot of Weird AF News is an anteater. Anyone want to design that logo? Go ahead. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Jonesy. I want to thank you for all your emails and calls over the weekend wishing me a happy birthday. It was really touching. Uh, specifically, and I'll, I'll re, uh, post some of these calls. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank Maria from Florida and, uh, Michael who had a, you know, it was a very, very touching, long rant about how much we want Jonesy and I bring smiles to your faces. Thank you, Michael. That was really sweet of you. Thanks, Maria. Uh, also, uh, someone who didn't leave a name called me a cheap piece of shit, basically, for not being able to afford a Google home and wants to, it says, I must actually be in poverty. And that's probably correct, sir. I'm actually, in, listen, put it this way. I got duct tape on my car. So you figure it the fuck out. <laughs> I owe thousands of dollars in student loans and taxes. <laughs> oh yeah, life is good for Jonesy. Also, Ray called in to say, you know what, Jonesy? You don't have to go spend money on a Google Home. You could just use your Android smartphone and just and just talk to Google from there, which I've now tried and I love it. I just talk to Google on there. Say, I say, hey Google, play Weird AF News, and Google plays that shit. Now, listen, Google ain't my sponsor, but hey Google, if you're listening, how about you give me two thousand dollars a month to say that every day? I'll do that. <laughs> how about that? Anyone work for Google out there? Huh? Anybody? That's one of the homes of Weird AF News, okay? How about you, how about you give me some money for sponsoring it? <laughs> Anyways, thanks again. If you guys want to email me, it's funnyjones at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to call in to Weird AF News, love to hear from you. It's 646-450-2012. Thank you so much again. I appreciate it. I had a great weekend, in case you're wondering. I'm still alive. <laughs> Weird AF News, coming at you. Hey, Jonesy. Um... You say that uh, you can't afford the uh, either the Amazon Echo or the Google Home. Well, there's a Google Home Mini and the uh, Echo Dot, which are both fifty dollars regularly, or they're only thirty dollars uh, during the holiday season, or really, uh, as I like to call it, uh, Christmas. Because I'm not a PC fag, but uh, yeah, either you're a cheapskate or uh, you're actually in poverty. Yeah, well, uh, I just felt like uh, saying that. Bye. Hey, Jonesy, it's Ray from Plains. You don't need no Google Home or no Amazon Echo. I got my Android device, and I got it hooked up to a Bluetooth speaker, and all I got to do is say, okay, Google, play weird AF news, and I got you. So you don't need all that fancy stuff. You got a smartphone, so you probably got that okay Google thing, too. Have a great one. This is Michael calling on behalf of all of the other Weird AF new weirdos. And I just want to say, we want Jonesy. We want Jonesy. Look, whether you're shouting at a helicopter that's going overhead outside of your balcony or you're shouting and yelling at a school bus full of children when the noise is interrupting your broadcast, or you're defending all Americans when legislatures, legislators are uh, trying to infringe upon the rights of uh, all Americans regarding their sexuality or their drug use. Uh, you're pissing and moaning and bitching about those things, and there's no one who's a bigger baby than you, Jonesy. But what I've got to say is that uh, 
We love the way you do it. It brings us joy. It brings us uh, smiles to our face. And it brings us happiness. And therefore, we want you as our happiness executive, as our happiness ambassador. And the reason for that is because you do it in a way that is incredible. It's a bright spot in our day. You've shared so much with us, whether it's your inappropriate actions on a New York subway or your uh, methamphetamine use on a Tuesday afternoon or your desire to set up a fight club between a scorpion and a brown recluse spider. Those kinds of things bring a smile to our face. Yes, they're weird, but that's what you do, and that's what we love. Look, you hold a, uh, can't hold a, that uh, Abu Dhabi baby can't hold a candle to you. You know, uh, yes, it's an executive over there, but we want you here in America being our happiness ambassador. And we have no doubt that you've probably drooled just like it has, and I'm probably sure that you've pooped your pants too somewhere along the line. That being said, Jonesy for Happiness Ambassador of the United States. Talk about weird. Good morning, Jonesy. It's Maria in Florida. I heard it was your birthday. I got you a present. I hope you like it. It's a stupid Florida story. Jumbo Shrimp Streaker arrested at a baseball game in Jacksonville, Florida. A 20-year-old man was arrested on two counts of felony lewd and lascivious, and he was also drunk. He ran across the baseball field butt-ass naked. He exposed himself to the children. He was tackled and arrested, and now he is sitting in jail. (laughs) Okay, take care. Bye-bye.